0: to friends fascinated <laughs> it's gonna have to be Irish That's fine. welcome to friends fascinated we're two friends that can talk for hours talk for hours I'm Jet Jones I'm Kenzie DeMayo and we're excited to have you along for the ride and if you like listening to this episode don't forget to review and subscribe <laughs> Well, now we know why we're not voice actors. Yeah, I just got more and more and more Irish. <laughs> and our plan initially was, let's have some fun and try to uh, be in a British accent or whatever that is. And um, just kept uh, getting more and more Irish there.
1: That reminds me of when we went to a Red Sox game and you started trying to do a Boston accent. And the guy in front of us turns around and goes, if that's a Boston accent, I'm offended. <laughs> because it promptly, I think, also went Irish. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Yeah, it probably probably is. It's like my intentions start out like really clear, and I think it's like good in the beginning, and then it gets yeah Irish apparently. And as soon as you started going Irish, I couldn't couldn't (laughs) think through what accents even are. We had to commit. Uh, We tried. So anyway, we basically started that way because we realized we've taken you know a couple weeks off, but we had decently good reasons for doing so. Yes, I got horrifically ill. Not really. I got like a week long cold where just a cold, yeah. During a panorama pandemic, you gotta you gotta isolate for that time. Yep. Um. So I just kind of stayed home and was sick and was nice and didn't get my friends sick by staying home as much as I possibly could.
1: Yep. We made the smart decision to be apart, and it was sad, but yes. it was the for the best because mm-hmm. I didn't get sick. Yeah. And I'm. I have no intention of trying to get sick. So. Yes. It was for the best.
0: Very good, and I've had COVID before, so it wasn't COVID. I had my taste and smell; everything was fine. But I still quarantined. Yes, cool. very responsible human being.
1: Yep, you did great.
0: Um, but then, after that, I went on a conference in Miami, Florida, and I was gone for a whole another week. But we're back at it. We're here. We're a little out of practice, of sorts. It's been a busy week, so uh, we're gonna
1: wing it today. A little bit, a little bit. We don't have as many topics. We're not as well researched, but we're fascinated. Yes,
0: which is why we gave you kind of a fun intro because we know um, we're not not bringing ourselves seriously today. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. We're here to have fun. We hope you enjoy, and I hope my topic surprises you, and your topic surprises me.
1: Well, let's hear it then.
0: Okay. Well, this week I was very... Well, to be fair, this was my research (laughs) from three weeks ago, but it's always been an interest of mine because um, I, more than you, spend a lot of time on YouTube and the interwebs. And I feel like Instagram too, like social media, I'm like pretty in it. You're more of a Tumblr gal i yeah, have definitely I'm, both gotten into TikTok.
1: I've never gotten into YouTube. You got me into TikTok. I don't yeah. think I would have otherwise. Yeah. I use Instagram a lot, but I get bored with it pretty fast. But Which I still use sense. it yeah. because it's my main social media. Because mm-hmm. Facebook just upsets me. So yeah. <laughs> I, for the most part, just don't yeah. even have an active account. Uh, and then, yeah, Tumblr I had for a long time with all the memes and fandoms of movies and whatnot. So, yeah, we have very different media
0: We do. Which is good. Yes. Keeps things interesting. Yeah. Recommendations don't usually work out the best.
1: Yeah. We've tried. (laughs) (laughs) You've tried Tumblr. I've tried YouTube. It didn't get very far. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine.
0: But, so I've spent so much time on YouTube, probably more than I ever have on Netflix or anything else as far as, like, entertainment and content. So all the YouTube drama, everything that every other YouTube-savvy person knows about, I probably know about. But something that um, is pretty undeniable in social media in general, but I think YouTube has made much more consumable or interesting to um, impressionable youth or um, young adults is... um, cosmetic procedures, and um, especially facial fillers and injections. And so today my topic is on facial or I guess you could call it cosmetic injections of sorts.
1: Wow. I know almost nothing about that topic. Yes. Other than in a rare circumstance I can tell when they've been done.
0: Exactly. So um, the reason why I guess I bring up YouTube mainly is because a lot of people like document their experiences with... Um, plastic surgery or um, fillers, and fillers are kind of like the gateway to medical cosmetic procedures or those sorts of things. Some people don't cross the line. They're like, I'll do injections for X, Y, and Z justifications, which I'll get into, Um, but a lot of the time that kind of transfers into the surgical, like, facelifts or boob job or, I mean, uh, what is it called? A, like, Brazilian butt lift, a BBL Um, tummy tuck, all those things.
1: Yeah, I've known people who have gotten tummy tucks and lip injections, but not people I know well, so Mm -hmm. I haven't talked to them about their experience, but I know it's been done.
0: Out of curiosity, what was the age of the person with lip injections?
1: Uh, Like 22? See? Probably, which makes sense, but it was a a man. Oh, yeah, really interesting. So, uh, yeah, so... Again, I don't really experience, but I have also seen on TikTok, like, the two days before, one day before, and then, like, day Here after, I week after. Yeah. And I think and usually, you... it's actually probably scares me off. I mean, I not it's not something I'm considering, but I think it scares me off more. Because you see, like, horrible, like, bruising yeah. or needle marks. Yeah. And swelling. And it's, sorry, it's not a good, pretty transition by any means. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's definitely. Or, like,
1: the nose jobs where it's, like,
0: bruised. Oh, Whoa. yeah. Like, your eyes, black eyes and all yeah, that. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. So I think the reason I am so interested in things like this, like I go down, probably every impressionable young lady goes down these like rabbit holes, especially on like YouTube binges because people go so in depth on their stories. And I'm always, I mean, this podcast is called Friend Fascinated. So I'm always very interested in the things that are happening in the world. And some of the trends are like, you know family vlogs and like birth vlogs and i don't know when i'll ever have kids it's very far off for me but i'm still like very interested in the process and similarly with like um cosmetic procedures or injections like i've watched so many videos about it for someone Myself, I would never – I'm probably first and foremost too cheap to ever do it and too scared to ever do it. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, so I I would never consider getting cosmetic procedures. Um, I mean, you could take whatever high ground you could, but truly I'm just not rich enough to go be squirting things in my face.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things that like and – we're not
0: rich enough to have put enough thought into considering. Exactly, exactly. Um, but a lot of YouTubers like document their journey on – um, getting injections in their face and those sorts of things. And I think it always had been a curiosity of mine just because the the desired look is very Instagrammable, right? The puckering mm-hmm. lip, the kind of... The um, Bratz
1: doll. Yeah,
0: and like Kylie Jenner was someone to make it famous. And it's actually my degrees in apparel, textiles, and design. And we talked a lot about like trends and dress. And like it's actually a really big part of our culture now to actually have these cosmetically uniform perfect bodies because that's what's commercial and sellable um with like the Kardashians of course is very famous for like the Brazilian butt lift look and the tummy tucks and the the facial lifts and the nose jobs and the injections and all those things to have the Kylie Jenner lip that basically built her billion dollar empire of lip kits of just lipsticks you know so I think with Within all that, it's been a curiosity of mine as far as like, I don't know, the process has been interesting. And of course, I've been curious, like, what would that do for me? Like, do I ever feel like I would consider something like that? And I think the first step of all of that is, I think, um, something that stood the test of time is Botox. And um, I wanted to talk about the differences between facial like injections that you can get because I think it's the entry point of a lot of these things and just provide some information in case, um, just kind of a layer beyond the glorification of it all. Because I've even seen YouTube videos of people our age, so like mid-twenties or whatever, going with a group of friends to an in- cosmetic injection place. So it's kind of like a, I think you'd call it an esthetician mm-hmm. or like a medical esthetician, so they can um, inject your face with things and they call them injection parties. And they go as groups to get Botox and like Juvederm and filler in their face.
1: Wow. Or wherever else. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. So it's very like LA, like New York type (laughs) thing for like performers or YouTubers. Well,
1: and I'm not surprised that YouTubers very much have kind of caused the ripple effect of like this being more popular. Yeah. Because in a lot of ways, I mean, their looks are part of their brand because they're on video. They're, you know, it's. You see them a lot, and so, especially with, like, all the makeup tutorials and, like, that kind of stuff that, again, I don't know that much about YouTube. But I'm not surprised that, like, people who their looks are a lot about their brand would then focus on and put money into improving it.
0: Yeah. So, basically, where I started was I – Knew all of this preemptively, and then something came up somewhere. I don't even know where I heard this probably TikTok, not gonna lie. Um, was that Botox, the ingredients of Botox? If I just said the word Botox out of context, is there anything you would guess could be the ingredients or like the word Botox? Does that we're talking ink blot here? What does that give The
1: only goes? thing that comes to mind is silicone, but I think that's more because I'm thinking like boob jobs.
0: Mm. So, so, so for me, when I heard it, it's like always, like you hear the word tox, like toxin, maybe. Okay. Um, and so, anyway, on TikTok, I think, um, I learned that Botox, the main ingredient, is botulism.
1: Which, oh, I think I've heard that before.
0: So, botulism is a type of, um, like, super, da- like, one of the most deadly toxins in the world. Oh, yes, that I did
1: not know. But that explains, because when I hear that, I feel like I'm thinking of like biblical bad-timey stuff. Like I'm almost thinking like... um, Bubonic plague? (laughs) Kind of. I I don't really know, but my mind just has this really negative connotation to it. Yeah. So it makes sense if it's a horrible thing that that's that's where my mind
0: goes. Yeah. The first time I learned about botulism was actually in a... Um, culinary arts class I took in high school and something they up and down warned us about is botulism because it's common in like um canning at home if you don't properly um seal or preserve items you could actually make basically a cesspool of this bacteria that turns into basically a toxin this is layman terms um but that could cause um The nervous system to have difficulty breathing, muscle paralysis, and death. And that can happen within 24 hours of consumption. Oh my god! So when I heard that that was the main ingredient, because of my high school trauma of like learning that you could absolutely kill someone, and it was common in like gas station food or things that like, it has to be at the right temperature for the perfect amount of time to bake all that bacteria toxin for the perfect Weird. amount of time yeah, that the, um, like, you wouldn't even taste it. You could just eat it, and it's, like, a silent killer. So it, I was worn That's so up terrifying. and down that I was afraid of it. Yeah, and the symptoms are, like, basically your nervous system shuts down and you go into a coma and die so fast. So I was always really scared of it. And so hearing that made me really freaked out. So... Um, it can be caused in like the canning if there's low oxygen, low acid, or sugar or salt, and has to stay in a certain temperature range, as I mentioned. So basically, what Botox does, and I'm going to get into filler later, Botox actually is different than filler. It's um, something that I think has been popularized for much longer than facial filler, which is why lip injections are more popular nowadays, like millennial types, and Botox was more like Boomer era. That makes sense, because that's the context that I've heard it. Yeah. So basically, they take a microdose of this um, botulism and put it in Botox, and then they put it into your muscle tissue, and it freezes those muscles from working because muscle paralysis. And so what it does is, like, you would put it in your crow's feet, like by your eyes or up on your forehead or in your smile lines to to stop yourself kill your... Tissue from yes. aging. It, it it makes your muscles stop working. That is all it does. It doesn't, That
1: explains everything I've heard about yes,
0: it. Yes, it doesn't fill your wrinkles. It just reduces the appearance. And they the culture of Botox has encouraged young people to get it because you can prevent wrinkles with it. Because mm-hmm. if you're not smiling or raising your eyebrows or wrinkling your eyes when you laugh, you're not creating those wrinkles over time
1: weird that makes sense so that's
0: the downside is like you can't smile as big you can't raise your eyebrows you can't squint your eyes as much and a popular thing now is called a lip flip and i've heard of that i've seen that on tiktok exactly it's very popular right now because it's affordable like i'm pretty sure it's like 40 bucks or something you go into an esthetician whatever down the street and you get it injected i think underneath your lip and what it does is it stops your top I'm putting my finger like a mustache. It basically stops your upper lip from pulling up too much when you smile. Therefore, the appearance of your top lip doesn't get so skinny.
1: Oh, see, and I knew it was to make your lip look fuller or bigger, but I thought it actually adjusted, like, the tissue of your lip. I didn't know it was an injection.
0: So, yeah, just think of it as you're smiling, but you can't smile with your top lip anymore and your bottom lip is raising the corners of your mouth but the top of your lip doesn't move so therefore you don't get that like skinny top lip of like it raising really high. A lot of women get it or I guess whoever could get it because they have a really gummy smile, so the gums above your teeth show, oh. and they don't want that to show, and they're insecure, so they they put that in there and to then, freeze your lip. Yeah, and then it's oh. like a perfect t- toothy smile, like you would want, or whatever.
1: I'm making a lot of weird facial
0: expressions, trying <laughs> to see what muscles I'm. getting. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, I've gotten pretty deep into this apparently for someone who's not interested in doing it, but is like so fascinated by all this. Well, and I
1: I do think a lot about just like what makes someone go down this path and. I don't know. I struggle because I am big on like body positivity mm-hmm. and like you don't need to literally alter your body to like it. And so mm-hmm. that's the part that I kind of struggle with, but also if it makes you happier and it makes you feel better about yourself, I'm like more power to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, totally. I struggle with kind of that.
0: Yeah, and it's and I I definitely consider myself a, a, an insecure person and I have my waves for sure, but ultimately something to me feels very scary. And to me, it feels like you're showing that you have insecurities, which would probably be my biggest insecurity, right? It's kind Actually, of like, yeah, that's
1: a really good point. It's kind
0: of like, to me, the way, and this isn't to cast judgment on people, it's for myself. It's kind of like if you were changing and someone caught you in your shapewear or your Spanx, it's kind of like the same thing where you're like, well, I want this because I think my smile is too gummy or I have too many wrinkles. And you get those things done to, like, avoid having them and maybe you talk about it and then people know. And then it's like, I did it because I didn't like myself or how I yeah. looked.
1: No, and I I think for me, part of it, and granted, like you can't change certain aspects of your face and like your actual body. But especially when thinking about like a tummy tuck or things like that, in my mind, I feel like it's not real if you don't earn it. And that's totally like my own bias, yeah. just my mindset. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's right by any means. But I think about that with just those types of procedures where it's like, oh, but if I work harder, I could kind of earn it, which yeah. isn't a good mindset to have. And I think about that even with hair extensions. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm going to put in the time and I'm going to grow my hair out for three years, which is silly because yeah. it's like, or I could just Flip have what I want. Yeah. But like, that's something where it's like, but then people will know. Mm-hmm. They'll know that I have hair. Yep. It's like, I don't I don't know why I have that mental block. So. I mean, I
0: think it's a spiral everybody has. And and uh, we're not saying this to be, like, on our high horses or whatever. Not at all. But no. something interesting, actually, a YouTuber that I have watched actually is exactly our age. In fact, a couple months younger. And she was someone who did, like, injection parties. And she actually got, like, an actual surgical um, nose job and actually a, like, eyebrow lift. Because um, in modeling culture right now, it's actually really um, popular to have what they would call a snatched eyebrow or like an eyebrow arch raise or like have your eyebrows be very straight up and like sleek looking. Um, and so she actually got a facel- a surgical facelift at our age, so like mid-20s, just to have her eyebrows be a different shape. Wow. See, yeah. my fear with any of this is that
1: the trends change.
0: Yes. And funny enough, she over time talked about how she was like, I actually really regret what I did because I think she was coming off a lot of like personal things that made her extra insecure and she was focusing so much of her energy and money and time into recovery and of course she had a lot of expendable income which she's a famous YouTuber where she did actually regret some of her actions Mm -hmm. because she she felt like she took it too far and she said she was going to slow up on the fillers and it's not like she ever stopped or whatever um, do you have to do them continually once you get them? Yes. Oh. Botox and filler. Um, and I I'm gonna get into that. filler. Uh, okay, so let's cover Botox really quick first. As I said, all the things freezes muscles. Um, basically it lasts three to six months. And oh, that's not that long. It isn't. And so that's why there's like parties because they're like, are you ready to go get your <laughs> nails done? Are you ready to go get your injections? It's like that. I get haircuts less frequently than that some years. <laughs> like that's exactly a lot. So um, it wears off and your body basically um, digests it and um, it disperses and then you have to get new ones or refresh. Um, but basically something I did want to say is about Botox is – they have not proven that it's dangerous to use. Um, Even though it's a toxin, it sounds really scary. I know what I just talked about is very dramatic. But in those small doses, even every three months, even after years and years of usage, like every three months, like religiously, it's not going to most likely make you sick. Of course, with any injection or whatever, there's the potential of infection, blah, 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 blah.
1: Well, and it makes sense that it's, you're putting it kind of on the outer layer of your body. Like if you... Put it into your stomach.
0: Yeah. If you different. eat like a 12 ounce can of botulism, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> or
1: even the amount they're injecting into your cheek. Like if you eat that, who knows? Maybe yeah. that would kill you. But yeah. it's, it's that it's not going into the part of your body that's meant to absorb it. Yeah. It's that it's being put in a different area. Yeah.
0: So, so um, I assume. To, so to be clear, there's nothing that says it could kill you, even though it sounds like a scary thing that could kill you in a different form. So I just wanted to make that clear. Um and then I also wanted to talk about some of the reasons you could get botox that isn't technically cosmetic. Um you can get botox underneath your arms to reduce sweating. Um and you also if you have like severe neck and shoulder muscle tightness and pain, you me. can actually yeah, you can get it in That's like me. basically <laughs> your knots or whatever they deem safe. And this would be not an esthetician, this would be like like a fancy doctor like neurologist or something would help you get these injections. Um.
1: Now that sounds appealing. Yeah, because I have what I swear must be permanent knots in my shoulders, and back.
0: <laughs> yes, and um, also for an overactive bladder. So you could get it in like your bladder muscles to make sure that it doesn't uh, uh squeeze out your pee too much. Um, wow. if your eyes point in different directions, you can isolate muscles in your eye so that they don't, you don't have a lazy eye on one side or something like that. And your, your eyeball uh, or your muscles surrounding it or something. Whoa. okay. Um, so there's I a lot no of idea. reasons you could get it. But, um, one of the main, um, things that I learned about is I believe it's ALS or Parkinson's where you basically lose muscle control. Oh, yeah. Um, And you can have lots of spasms. Um, You've probably seen videos of people with like shaky hands. They can't get like a fork to their mouth or things like that, or they have spasms that cause their leg to kind of flail around and it's causing them a lot of you know inconvenience in their day-to-day lives. Um, The only time Botox has been deemed actually unsafe is in that large of quantities where people isolate specific muscles that are giving them a lot of trouble where they need a high enough dose And often enough, more locations in their actual deep tissue very often to control it is when Hmm. they've seen botulism type effects. Likely not enough to kill you immediately, like consuming botulism. But getting sick. But getting pretty sick or noticing some of like the paralysis that you wouldn't want and some of the like negative side effects. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I thought that was super interesting as far as like kind of the introductory item where I wanted to make it clear it's not gonna kill you but be careful because everything has a side effect and there are some good reasons to have Botox. Moving on to dermal fillers this is something that I have a little bit more of an opinion on because um, again deep dives on the internet um, dermal fillers are the super popular thing right now for millennials because people want fullness in their face that you can get it in your cheeks your forehead, your eyebrows, your, um, of course, your lips. You can get tons in your lips, and your chin, and your jawline to sharpen it. Whatever you want to like shape and add material to, they basically can build up whatever muscle or bone that you have in structure in your face to make it project more so that you're more angular and sexy or whatever it may be. Well, dermal fillers are actually basically soft, Um, gel-like substances, Um, you've probably heard of hyaluronic acid as a topical um, like dermal treatment for your skin. Um, It's basically something that pairs really well with like cell regrowth and moisture retention. And so a lot of people deem it as one of those ingredients that you're very familiar with that you have in your like facial products that you would topically apply to your skin. So it's super approachable. Um, but doesn't sound like poison exactly. <laughs> but this, um, like I said, different than Botox in a way where you're—it's filling lines; it's not freezing muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems less scary or less yeah. like you—you you have more expressions, but yet you have the full lift that you want. Yeah, I mean that already field. sounds more approachable. Yes, but something interesting about this, and again, a reason that makes it more approachable is because they say that it can be dissolved. So there's like something that's whatever is the opposite of hyaluronic acid. You can neutralize it and dissolve it. Hmm. So it's it's not like they can yeah. remove it from your body, but they put in some other chemical. Um, like deflate it? Yes. And then your body absorbs it. Um, or um, what happens is they say over time your body absorbs it naturally. So basically every three to six months you have to redo your lip injections, redo your facial fillers, with this too. So it's similar to Botox in that way. It suddenly doesn't sound as cheap. <laughs> yes. Um, I th- I think it's it costs more than Botox. Like I've never looked into oh. it. Um, but it's more approachable. So I think hmm. Botox is more popular. Therefore, the price is a little bit lower. And the um, filler is like hundreds of dollars typically.
1: Is the lip flip something different? Because I know you said
0: that one was pretty cheap. Um. And again, I'm, don't fact, I mean, you can fact check me on that because I'm, that's what I've heard probably on TikTok that I've absorbed. Um, But lip injections are different there because you like have a certain amount of that gel that you get put in. And I think because it's trendy and it's a little bit newer, it's going to (laughs) be, it's going to cost more. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Hmm. Interesting. But something that the reason I really wanted to dive into this as a topic is obviously to warn of some of the the downsides or the things that could maybe steer you away from making that decision is that dermal fillers like, um, these hyaluronic acid gels that you add to your face with, they can actually migrate, um, in your face. And so I actually read a actual like medical study on this. Um, I don't have a reference for it. It was just a part of my research, Someone got a non-surgical nose job, which is like if you have a bump in the bridge of your nose, you get some filler in the spots that don't protrude to straighten out your nose okay. so it looks flat. Well, there was a case study where a, a person got it in their nose and then months and months later, time had passed and they she had or whoever it was had like lumps in their forehead. That had basically become like capsulized by your natural tissue, try, your body trying to protect itself from a foreign oh, substance, it was like
1: quarantining it in your,
0: yes, in your body. Yes, and I've and this wasn't the first time I had heard about that, which is why I looked into this because on TikTok I had seen some people warning um, young women who are or anybody who's interested in fillers that they may say that you digest it, but it actually migrates a lot of the time, especially if you get it really often, and so. Um, I challenge everybody to keep an eye out for people who very obviously have, like, lip injections and um, are getting them very often. Um, A lot of the times they've done MRIs and the filler is migrated up. I don't know a good way to describe it besides, like, you know when a, a monkey's mouth kind of protrudes outward, like in a circular pattern around their, like, mouth, wherever those, like, mouth muscles are? Yeah. That filler kind of fills out... It migrates out of the lip up into, like, the mustache line and into your smile lines and actually can make, like, your chin and your upper lip protrude outside of your lip area. And so you end up having a very full mouth area of your face, and it's not just isolated to the lip.
1: Hmm, That makes sense. Tattoos have the ability to do something um, on a much, like, smaller scale – um, where basically the way I've had it described, I think from like TikTokers or YouTubers or whatever, uh, is the ink gets trapped, but it doesn't just sit there. Like your body is processing it and basically like your cells eat it and process it and then they die. And then another cell eats it and process it and it dies. So it's not that it's just sitting there. It is getting processed. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be, more permanent where it doesn't die with the cell. And so eventually over time, those cells start to move around a little. Mm-hmm. And so I imagine it's maybe similar yeah. where it's getting absorbed by your body. Yeah, your eaten, body's trying
0: really hard, but it's kind of like but it can't. on the the dump truck on the way to the <laughs> trash can, yeah. but it hasn't made it yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I can see why your body would by processing it over time, it would start to just shuffle around a little. Mm-hmm. And the more you have, like the further it's going to
0: move. Yeah. So Basically, with this, what I'm trying to say in warn that I've seen that um, because it's more popularized right now, there may not be enough studies to like actually have like an FDA warning that it could migrate, or you could get um, the chance of having these like random lumps in your face or maybe your neck, like wherever it could migrate to without actually dissolving. Um, I think I mean it's no secret that that chemical that they put in does actively dissolve. But if you're someone who's actively getting the three-month lip injections because you're told that your body digests it, but it's all around your face still and you're not getting it dissolved, likely you could be losing the volume of your lips to your upper mouth area <laughs> yeah. and keep adding more and it keeps moving throughout your face. And then it just keeps happening. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's kind of my, my warning with that one is that it hasn't – gotten very far with like studies and and to Hmm. to have those sorts of warnings that i'm aware of again i'm not really in that world but as far as like impressionable youth and things that could happen i think it's something for the introductory person if you're considering to keep in mind in your decision making and do your own research to figure out if those are risks you're willing to take or if you believe that those are actually things that could happen to you
1: yeah, it makes sense that if you have anything done, you probably have to anticipate mm-hmm. that. I mean, nothing's 100%. Nothing's perfect. It could turn out not the way you hope. And it could, your body could react in a way that you didn't expect or wished it wouldn't.
0: Mm-hmm. So, which I really quick, I know I've been talking for a while about this sort of thing, but I'm very fascinated in it. The um, other piece to that, which I have not done research on, but I did want to talk about today, is um, implant illness.
1: Oh, oh, yes. Have you I've, heard
0: about this? Yes. You and I have talked about it a tiny bit, Okay, that's what I think it is. Okay. So it's very common in women who get breast implants. And, of course, there are a myriad of reasons that you could get that, whether it's you've had a mastectomy and you want them or you just want bigger boobs. Um, when you put in um, a foreign substance, no matter what the the implant is actually made out of, I think it could be like silicone or saline. Um, in your body, your body, it's such a large foreign object to have under your skin that your body can have adverse reactions to it. And again, this is something that I haven't researched, but I've seen plenty of YouTube on. I've probably watched a whole bunch of documentaries on YouTube about it, honestly. Um, But women are basically getting autoimmune disorders without, or diseases, um, without realizing it's their implants. And I'm talking like Severe weight gain, instant like depression, pain, discomfort, back pain, food allergies, like I'm talking full autoimmune disease. Um, and they don't correlate it because they they would go to the doctor and they might say, oh, maybe you have PCOS, but I can't really tell. Or maybe it's a hormonal imbalance, but there's nothing. Basically, typical women's health things that I feel like every woman has gone through where they've gone to the doctor and basically been brushed off because it doesn't make sense and there's not enough studies on whatever it is. Women. Yes. To there's act- not enough studies <laughs> on women. Exactly. To actually prove yeah. and validate their experience. But there are so many people... Um, who've talked about this, and there actually is a form of implant that actually caused it and got these implants banned. It was like a teardrop-shaped – it was marketed as something more natural, but it also um, had a rough exterior-like texture on the implant. And the selling point was that you would tuck it under the skin in a way and that texture would cling and like attach to your body a lot better. And so you wouldn't get the drooping and sagging that a lot of people – don't want when they're getting a boob job you want them to look great and perky when you're done that's always the point so anyway those actually got banned because they were a direct cause of implant sickness wow or illness
1: I mean, in a way, it makes sense to me. My brain goes to like when you get a sliver and you have a little piece of wood. Under yeah. Your skin, and your body's like, your body it pushes it out yeah. and rejects it. And that is a form of your body has something in it that it doesn't expect. It doesn't like. It's not used to, but it doesn't really have a way to push it out. So mm-hmm. your body just starts fighting. Yeah. And like when you're sick, your body gets bogged down by trying yeah. to fight this thing, mm-hmm. but it can't get rid of it.
0: Yeah. So it makes sense to me. Yeah. So anyway, forewarning, thought it was very interesting. There's probably a lot of people who have gone down this rabbit hole as well, but I hope everybody else thought that was as interesting as me.
1: Yeah, I didn't know hardly any of that, so I found that very interesting. So cool. So thank you for enlightening me. Yay. So my topic is quite fascinating. Okay.
0: And I'm excited.
1: hard to find information about, I learned. Okay, 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 Uh, So in true us fashion, I found out about it from a TikTok. Okay. So... This TikTok went on to explain that, oh, I bet you had no idea that once. So basically the Twin Towers were crashed into. Yes. As we all know, 9-11. And so after that happened, they had to clean up the debris of the buildings and everything. And it was this gigantic project. Mm -hmm. And it was only in like 2010, I think, that they discovered this. But they were digging out some of the old debris and Mm -hmm. like maybe even digging down under the foundation stuff to clear it out to maybe even build something that Mm -hmm. part i don't know but at through digging about 20 feet below where the twin towers were they found wood and they were like well that's weird that there would be like planks of wood Mm -hmm. 20 feet below the surface of the earth so they keep digging and they uncover it and they're like oh it's in a shape And come to find out, it was a ship. Like a boat. What? I don't think it was very big, but like a sailboat. And so, like I said, it it was surprisingly hard to find information about this. Yeah. But from everything... I'm finding it seems real. Like National Geographic has an article about it. Oh, and but I couldn't even find it on Wikipedia. And granted, I'm not quite sure how to search for that. So I'm, Both I'm a little under
0: <laughs> Twin Tower.
1: Literally, I mark. did search for like ship found under Twin Towers. I tried searching Manhattan. I tried searching the Hudson River. All these different things, and really struggled to find information. But the National Geographic article made me feel more confident that this is in fact real. I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. Even okay. if it was, it's interesting. Um, so anyway. What's with you and boats? You did Titanic once. I know, right? <laughs> this was this was totally an accident. Maybe I do love the ocean. Yeah. Uh, maybe my TikTok knows that and it shows me ocean things. Like, here, ocean girl. Yeah. Hey, you like boats, right? You like <laughs> the ocean. <laughs> so anyway, the TikTok went on to explain that the reason this ship was under the earth in New York City was because that part of the island... Or at least the part of the coast of New York City used to be smaller, and mm. over time, and this is the part I really struggled to find information about whether it was on purpose or not. But it seems like they were trying to expand the land, and so they were filling it in mm. with. I've heard of this. Poten- have you? Okay, that
0: makes me not in better. this area, but I've heard of places doing this.
1: Yeah, so they were trying to essentially like build up the land, and I think they even connected part of i i don't even know what
0: part They're like, of new they like who York needs a bridge Island. here's the dirt path
1: literally they yeah. like connected pieces of land made like land bridges and so i mean you don't have a ton of resources and this was a long time ago i think they said the boat from what they could tell was probably made in the 1700s so hard to know when it was put there that's not that much before like the you know. Well, I mean that's like around the time America was becoming official. Yeah. So it makes sense um that from that specific boat it seemed like the wood came from the Boston area and like the trees they could kind of trace it back which was really cool. Wow. Yeah, but so in uncovering this stuff it, I don't think they found anything as specific as a boat under there but like just wood and kind of I mean wood is from the earth. So I think they were if I had to guess trying to fill it in with stuff like that as opposed to just pure garbage or maybe it's just been 200 years and
0: That's what's left that kind of lives through to see. So if you know if land could tell a story, could you imagine? Seriously, being that like whatever like uh, like fifty by fifty lot (laughs) in New York, it's like. There's like some famous old historical boat, and then the dirts pulled in, and they bury the boat. Similar to like what we talked about Lake Lanier, where like whatever gets drug into wherever, and they're like just bury it, just put dirt (laughs) on top and (laughs) call it good. Yeah, and then build two freaking matching sky rises on top of it for real
1: and it's crazy to think that something like that could be stable enough to build a well multiple skyscrapers on but from what i understand over the course of like a couple hundred years that part of new york it's kind of like a triangle shape Mm -hmm. it was expanded multiple blocks
0: wow so quite a bit wonders if part of that is like the sea level lowering
1: or something in that area maybe and i did see something about like a somewhat recent flood kind of showed this kind of same trend where stuff maybe was showing up that (laughs) otherwise hadn't. And so it's just crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it's really weird. And now that you brought up Lake Lanier, I'm like kind of sketched about (laughs)
0: What else we is down the there? Ocean? Is it the whole town? It's kind I of nice because we're from the, you know, the West Coast. And I feel like there's less history. So, like, maybe there's, like, just more there's natural bad. things. Because when you picture the ocean or lakes, like, you always think, like, at the bottom there's, like, fish and, like, Pure nature. seaweed and algae and, like, little crawdads and stuff. You're not thinking, like, oh, there's an old abandoned church or boat that I could catch my leg on and freaking get taken down by a haunted pirate. Yeah, or burial grounds no. that are just covered up. Yeah. That,
1: like I'm not gonna lie when growing up my family had a decent sized piece of land it was about 20 acres and at one point I was out in the horse pasture digging around and I was like hey mom there's something out here and it was like piece of ceramic or something and yeah. so i started digging around and i'm like finding broken pieces of like i don't know teacups and some wire and mm-hmm. stuff and i was digging around having fun i was like 10 and all of a sudden it occurred to me like what if someone's buried here oh <laughs> i don't know why i thought that but i
0: stopped digging instantly <laughs> You're like
1: hmm, what dead
0: person was having a tea party right here?
1: well and i think my mom said like who knows maybe like a house burned down yeah. out here one day and like Whoa. it got you know trampled over by deer and well technically you know, you that's pretty close
0: to like native american land too where i yeah. wonder if it could be that sort of ceramic or something true i have
1: no idea it wasn't anything too exciting that i found but i freaked myself out because yeah. i was like i don't know what i'm gonna find <laughs> down here spooky
0: haunted ceramics i'm not gonna dig till i find an arm
1: <laughs> seriously that, yeah, that
0: sounds scary i'm really good at freaking myself out. i would probably keep digging though as a kid. Yeah, I didn't.
1: (laughs) I stopped. (laughs) So, yeah, just kind of interesting to hear the history. And even, I think both Chicago and Seattle have, like, a city under the city. There's, like, two layers. True. Yeah, so people, like, stuff happens and you just build on
0: top of it. It just goes to show that, like, time is so fleeting. And, like, us as a little blip on the timeline of the Earth and, like, our houses and where they are have probably been buried so many times over with whatever dirt and they will be again which is why I mean this is just like a me thing but when I think about like erosion and things like in natural disasters a lot of people of course you're going to be afraid of like you don't want the foundation of your house to crack you don't want your house to burn down you don't want to I mean there's awful things that can happen and you should be rightfully scared of those things but for me for some reason I feel like I have this inherent like Piece about stuff like that because of my view on the earth on how, like, it just consumes itself. We're all just little... It's recycling. We're all little planks under freaking yeah. the Twin Towers or, you know, I mean, when forests burn down, you don't see the trees crying about it. They're like, new growth, like, no more space. Yeah, they
1: fill in the space. Exactly. I actually have a similar view where I do find it kind of beautiful. Obviously, it's
0: very bittersweet yeah like it's traumatic and people shouldn't die and be stressed and scary things are awful of course but
1: but it's cool to think of the history i read a book recently where they talked about because the book went back and forth jumping through like time and this girl was basically trying to uncover an old mystery um and part of it was she was trying to find this spot And she had what she thought was the name of a road. And road names change, which Mm -hmm. is weird to think about. And so she ended up finding, like, a map historian at a library. Mm -hmm. And this lady in the book was, like, super passionate about the history of maps and seeing it change over time. And I'd never thought about it before. But to even look at, like, our little towns, like, a hundred years ago. My house is a hundred years old. I would kill to see a picture of my house when it was first built. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so cool. So cool. and so to think about even just seeing on a map like the streets that existed and maybe the buildings and
0: it's just a whole or what their world. horse and buggy looked like.
1: Yeah, they <laughs> pulled it I into the fully, driveway. I mean, in 1904, when my house was built, they would have had a maybe a horse. Yeah. and buggy. Yeah, but they sure as heck didn't have a car.
0: No, nope.
1: Yeah. My I don't gr- even
0: know. I know this is dumb. Was there electricity? <laughs> like
1: how uh, did that work? Yes. Were
0: you likely to have electricity? Like, I don't
1: know how likely you were, but the car I think was made in like 1910. The 1920s. Yeah, nineteen ten. Like yeah. So I imagine they probably all had electricity by then. Yeah. But I don't know when it was created. I'm not that good, his- I'm not a good history at his. That's a whole other episode of Friends. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's that's a lot of history that most people know that we apparently don't. don't. But, but yeah, so I don't know. But then I think of like Little House on the Prairie, where they had. I want to say they had a dirt floor in their house. Mm-hmm. And I think that wasn't that far off. So maybe my f- house was a dirt floor when it was built.
0: Yes. I think the perfect example, the perfect picture being painted of what we're talking about right now is one of my favorite movies that, again, we have different taste on, is a movie by the A24 production company of a ghost story movie. And it's all about this basically plot of land in this area. And I guess I won't do spoilers because people don't like those. But it basically shows the cycle of life and, like, as it follows a couple. And what all of that means as being the blip in the world.
1: Yeah. I will say, it's you have, like, a deep meaningful connection with that movie that i did not experience to the same level mm-hmm. but i do think it's really cool to think like you pass on and your ghost gets to watch the world transform and yeah. watch life be yeah. lived yeah and it's so sad but so beautiful Ugh. and oh it's such a good no wait yeah thinking about it in the context of like this conversation it does give me like a new mm-hmm. light to see it under so yeah. it's it is a beautiful concept. Highly sure. recommend. Yeah, it's it's a good one. And have your thinking hat on, I guess, yeah. when
0: you watch it. <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah, it's a thinker. It's, it's, you watch it to feel it. That's the only way I can describe it. That's good.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. But yeah, I just thought it was super fascinating that, like, there's stuff yes. under the earth that we're standing on that we don't know about. And sometimes just digging up, you find history that you didn't know existed. And I think it's really cool that we have people that can literally dig in and (laughs) uh, uncover what those mysteries are. Like the fact that you can find wood and determine that it was a boat – And then where the
0: boat came from. And where the came from
1: and how old it is. And I just think that's super cool. It's great. So again, I really struggled to find details about this, but it seems to be real. That's so cool. If anyone can find like articles or any information, I would love to learn more. I am truly
0: fascinated in this. So please share it if you do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love making this podcast because I feel smarter because of it, or at least like more interested in all the things around us. Makes you think. Yep. Yeah.
1: I, I love that.
0: I mean. <laughs>
1: I joined this podcast. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. I love that throughout I think people my week, like to
0: hear we like what we do, right? I hope so. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, just like going throughout my week and getting to think about like
0: What's things that normally cool I'd be like, stuff? oh,
1: that was cool. But I get to be like, ooh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And I could learn more mm-hmm. about it. And yeah. It's I, like
0: some gratitude mixed in there. Yeah. It's really cool. Some intrigue. Yeah. I'm into it.
1: It's good. So anyway, we are not experts, but we are fascinated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts to hear us again next time. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And please, if you have any information to share, any cool conspiracy theories or topic suggestions, yes, anything yes. at all, please send it to us at friendsfascinated at gmail.com. We can't wait to share curiosities with you next time. You just listen to another episode of Friends Fascinated.
0: Thanks for listening.